Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Help Desk. My name is Peter Wells. And I'm Tess Bennett. And I'm checking one more time we're recording. And we are. And we're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> Good news turns into bad news for tech. Uh, is that correct? Am I reading that right, Tess? It could be. Uh, you know, we're discussing today, first up, whether Zoom's share price may have peaked. So as TechCrunch reports, stock markets worldwide are soaring on news that a vaccine candidate is 90% effective at preventing COVID-19. Uh, and that could start coming to market in a matter of coming months. While the euphoria is helping some sectors that have been punished during COVID-19, not all companies are catching the same updraft. It's been, there's been a lot of movement in the market today. So some of the biggest stock gainers are Carnival Cruises, which is up 40%, Royal Caribbean, Host Hotels, Wynn Resorts, all up, uh, their share price is all up around 30%. Marriott Hotels, United Airlines and Expedia all, you know, have increased their share price by more than 20%. And the flip side of that is Amazon is down 5%, Domino's, Domino's Pizza down 7%, Netflix down 9%, DocuSign for signing all your documents electronically is down 11% and Zoom is down 17%. Mm. Uh, it's it's almost like they the, the investors never expected this day would come. Yeah, so this is just one random day of activity in the market that, you know, a year from now no one will remember and there could be a, a more volatile day a week from now, we don't know, but it could mark the start of this sort of post-COVID optimism where mm. people start thinking, uh, people are going to get on tra- planes and cruises again, and they're not going to sit behind a computer and make so many Zoom calls or, you know, <laughs> have as many pizzas delivered. Mm. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> the pizza one really stands out. Um, uh, maybe people will just go to good pizza restaurants as opposed to Domino's. But yeah, there's, there is no way you would ever find me on a on a cruise ship pre-pandemic, let alone post-pandemic. So I don't understand how Carnival Cruises and Royal Caribbean are both up. Uh, that that makes no sense to me. Yeah, and it, it is pretty impressive that they've just been able to weather the storm for this long, uh, pretty pretty long time not to be able to be operating as a business. Mm. Uh, in other news, iPhone Max and Mini reviews have come out this morning. Uh, Joanna Stern is my favourite consumer tech re- reviewer and her video at the Wall Street Journal is as fun as and creative as always. Uh, so check that out if you've got the time. You can see... She says, why the arrival of the iPhone 12 mini is such an uh, uh, anatomically his- historical event. Oh, God, I butchered that, but I'm going to keep moving on. Because it is a phone that is actually designed to fit in your hand. And I've got one on a charger right now that is syncing across all of my data from a, a much bigger phone. And I-, I-, I haven't been this excited about a phone for a very long time. That is exciting. I love the term anatomically historical event uh, as it applies to phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and The Verge also has a review, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Nilay Patel over at The Verge was blown away by the camera inside the Max. He said that it is the best smartphone camera you can get uh, and notes that the photos shot on the device are generally less noisy than those shot on the iPhone 12 Pro. That is because of the bigger sensor that's inside the Max and video is a lot smoother as well because it's got the, the moving the moving sensor inside rather than just software tweaks after the fact. But he does say that the combination of the size and the flat sides means you basically have to stick it in a case. And once you've got a gigantic phone and then you've added on a giant case on top of it, he questions whether, you know, it it is now actually too, too big for humans to hold. And I, I would agree. I mean, I think that the last couple of giant phones have been too big for me. And this one is even slightly bigger again because Apple knew that they could extend it a little bit because they, they had smaller phones in the in the lineup this year. Yes, they've got two ends of the spectrum there for size. And moving on to France, uh, where Netflix has chosen to test its first sort of TV-like channel offering. Uh, named Direct, the linear channel, which is only available to subscribers, will air French, international and US feature films and TV series that are available on the streaming service. The initiative marks Netflix's first foray into real-time scheduled programming and Variety reports the service previously tested an option called Shuffle Play, which wasn't in real time but featured recommended programming to a sample of international viewers. A source at Netflix explained that the difference this time around is the test is being localised in one country rather than a sample of users. Would you sit down and just turn on Netflix and let it play movies and TV shows to you? Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> uh, they called it in this article the lean back experience, mm. uh, which, you know, minimal effort sounds great. Yeah, and and the fact that Netflix pretty well knows me now, I, I would I would trust it to... I, I mean, that's going to be interesting. Would would I get a different version of, of this channel than you would based on our recommendations? Uh, but I don't know. I... I, I Really would love to be able to open up Netflix and just hit play and not worry about the 7,000 things that friends have told me I should watch. Yeah, you can spend a lot of time navigating. I know people who keep a list, actually, sort of a, an analog list of things uh, to, to watch as a way, I guess, to just cut down their you know, decision-making time. Moving on, relatively cheap EV vehicles are coming to Australia. The new 2021 MG ZS EV, <laughs> great name, will be offered in Australia for a lower than expected 40000 bucks before on-road costs, which will be about 44000 all up when, it, when you add on the on-road costs. Until now, the Hyundai Ioniq Electric was the cheapest EV uh, in the country at 48000 so you're saving five grand there, but... I don't know. Forty-three grand is still slightly above what I can I can afford on a car. What about you, Tess? Yeah, it's a little steep for me as well. But those, I guess, I think the marker for a long time was like around sixty thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. it's a substantial drop in just a couple of years. And so electric vehicle sales uh, are accounting for you know less than one percent, so zero point six percent of car sales last year. But that was up two hundred percent from the year before. Mm, absolutely. Uh, so th- there is definitely pent-up demand, I would say, out there. 68% of consumers want government subsidies to reduce the cost of buying an EV. And, and we're seeing those kind of those programs in places like California, in the EU, uh, where you get a really great subsidy uh, and, and less rego and things like that 
if you if you buy an EV. We're not seeing any of that here because we ne- maybe don't have the kind of government that has that goal in mind. I would I would argue, but uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Yeah, but the industry is rolling on regardless of any sort of government guidance. Uh, charging networks are continuing to roll out across the country. So this week, a company called ChargeFox announced it's opened its first ultra-rapid charging station in WA, which is its 18th nationally. And most global car manufacturers have now set themselves a deadline for when they'll cease production of, of petrol cars. Yeah, so so with regardless of what our government thinks, it looks like EV vehicles are the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess just a matter of uh, when and the timing around that is always hard to predict of when we'll get to sort of a more mass market adoption for them. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you, Tess Bennett. Uh, thanks for having me, Peter. <laughs> and we'll speak to you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.